Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Now, let's get the inside scoop on the Celtics. It's Scal time. Brian Scalabrini on Merloni and Fourier. Brought to you by Shaw's, perfecting the art of fresh. And by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow. All right, let's bring in the guys, Brian Scalabrini. He joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. I want to get into Tatum in a bit, uh, Scal, but I'm just curious your thoughts. I know you've talked about it all week. You believe the Celtics did the right thing by going after that number two seed. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, if they're going to play Brooklyn, play them now before. And then I still look at – I look past this Brooklyn team and I look at the Milwaukee Bucks. I've said that all year long. I'm not even sure we can beat them with home court advantage. I think we can. But I know, like, the Garden is tough to win at. So I would rather have home court advantage in the second round than basically, you know, play Toronto and deal with all the other stuff that comes along with that mm-hmm. and having to beat the Bucks you know, without having home court. So my only question to that, Scal, is that they could have wrapped up the two-seed, right, in Milwaukee, and Tatum sits, Al sits, and I felt like that told us a lot of what they're looking at, and and yet now it's like we're happy to get two. They could have they could have played everybody against Milwaukee as like the one meaningful game, you know, with three to go. Why didn't they do that then? Because that was a back-to-back, and that was all pre-planned scheduled. So, mm-hmm. but the, you know, I, I think I think they looked at it like, you know, like, we're going to do us. Whatever happens, happens. And on that day, if it's Milwaukee or if it was Cleveland, whoever, they were going to rest those two guys. And, and he may have always talked about getting those guys rest, and that was the perfect back-to-back to do it. And I think they just decided that we'll take the sports science over, you know, like, um, you know, like uh, seeding or, or anything like that or running a guy. Now, it's different if it's like a must-win situation, but I, I just think the Celtics felt like, we're going to do what we think is best. And if if not, then they would have sat everybody then. They would have sat Jalen Brown. They would have sat everybody. But, you know, um, a, a few guys got uh, a game off earlier, and and it's just a, that's just the way that they wanted to do um, the, the schedule down the stretch. So, Scout, do you feel better or worse about the Celtics' chances after the Nets, after watching the Nets beat the Cavs? you feel better or worse? Um, I feel – I feel slightly worse, just slightly Really? Worse, but I'm pretty confident. Well, wait, like, wait, I, why I do you feel like, worse? Why do you feel worse? Like, what did you see in that game time, that made you every more time nervous? I, I, listen, I feel, I, feel, I feel better, and then I'm going to go to the Garden on Sunday, and I'm going to see Kevin Durant, and he's going to make a shot. I'm going to feel worse. You know, like, that's just <laughs> that's how it goes, man. Yeah. The guy's nasty, and every time – and, like, I don't – like, I – like, like, Kyrie, I think he was, like, a plus two during that game, and he couldn't play it any better. So, I'm not – I'm not looking at Kyrie as this thing. I'm looking at Kevin Durant. It always, seems, to me, comes back to Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. So, um, And then I have a little bit of it. Ben Simmons comes back, and he's effective. 
it changes the series. That's just the reality of it. I'm not sure he will come back, and I'm not sure he'll be effective if he does come back. But if he does, he, it, it could be a problem. Ben Simmons is a, is a good defensive player, and that's exactly what Brooklyn doesn't have. Hey, so what happens if Ben Simmons plays and somebody throws him the ball? <laughs> and, you, and you foul him? Yeah. I don't, no, just in general. Yeah, I feel I like know. he's going to be like, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't know. I mean, the, the best version of Ben Simmons is creating problems defensively, getting out, running, and getting easy baskets or cutting off of, of Kevin Durant's double team. The worst version of him is fouling him and making him go to the free throw line and taking the rhythm away from Durant and, and Kyrie. So, uh, you know, I, but, but you, you still have to, like, when you're going into the playoffs, and I don't know if you guys do this with, with the other sports, when you're going into the playoffs, you've got to think about the ceiling of a player. You got to think about what people are capable of doing, and if we do what we're capable of doing, and they do what they're capable of doing, do we still have enough? That's why. I, that's why I like the Milwaukee Bucks like, to win because I know what their ceiling is. I saw it last year in games three through uh, six. Like I saw what they were capable of doing when they put it all together. They didn't always play that style of basketball. Sometimes you're like scratching your head, wondering why. But if if everyone hits their ceiling in the playoffs, which you're hoping, that's what you kind of hope for. Like when you get to the NBA playoffs, then um, the Nets are good, but the Celtics are probably yeah. better. Oh, we're talking to Brian Scalabrino. Scal, earlier you said you know if you got to play the Nets, do it early. But I still go back to you, you didn't really have to. And and I know you worried like that whole distraction maybe of playing up in Toronto. I think you take care of him without Jalen Brown in a couple games. And I look at that path thinking, you know, Miami in the second round to me is better than Milwaukee in the second round. Deal with Milwaukee in the Eastern Conference Finals because I'm still looking at Rob Williams, you know, and I would like for his legs to get underneath him a little bit. So I'll bring you to Rob Williams. What do you expect from him? Do you think he misses this series? And then it starts in series two if you get past him. That's what I expect, but it's not like I know any more information than you do. I do expect that, you know, based off all the information that we've seen with the meniscus and the type of surgery he had, yeah, I'm fully expecting him to return and, you know, right around uh, the second round, maybe even the end of the first round to get a few games under his belt. But I I, I feel like this is going to really come down to home court advantage against the Bucks. I I feel like it would be really difficult to beat them without home court advantage. I just do. I just look at our team and say, I love our team, but like the Bucks are the champs, and it's not going to be hard for them to win a game on the road. So if you don't have home court advantage and you give up a game, then you're really up against it. So I, I do like this path because I would always – my eyes are set on the Bucks. Forget Miami and all that other stuff right now. Even like what you said, you're probably right. We could beat Toronto – we could definitely beat Toronto, um, you know, even if a couple guys were out or one guy without, whatever it is. But I look at it like the Bucks. To me, yeah. it's the Bucks. Can we beat the Bucks? And if having home court advantage is a big step towards beating them. All right, so we're talking to Brian Scalabrini. So, Brian, so um, Bruce Brown, guard for the Nets, uh, gave a scouting report uh, post-game after beating the Cavs. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, paraphrasing here, don't let Tatum score 50, you know, uh, attack uh, – you know, Tice and Horford and, you know, whatever. Was he right? Like, is that, the, is that the correct scouting report on how to beat the Boston Celtics? Don't, yeah, well, <laughs> don't let Tatum get 50. Yeah, yeah, that's one. Check. Okay. But the defensive rating is only, so you look at Rob Williams with that starting group. They were, they were killing the NBA in defense, right? They're unbelievable how good they were. 0. 0.7 points 
per 100 possession with Daniel Tice in there for Rob Williams. So the same starting group, take out Rob, put in Daniel Tice, and the, and the drop-off is point seven. It was 97.0, 97.7. So he can say what he wants. The numbers would say, I mean, listen, the eye test tells us Rob Williams is a freak of nature. The guy's unbelievable. How, how do you make up for it? But the, the numbers would say point seven difference between Rob and Daniel Tice. There's a lot that goes into that. Short, small sample size. They've only played 60 minutes together, but still, like Daniel Tice has done a really good job so far. All right, Scal, you're talking about Ben Simmons, and I agree. He's a complete wild card. You don't know what you're going to get. Can you even just think about what's reasonable? Is it just play defense on on Tatum for 15 minutes? Can you even do that? Like what? What's the bare minimum you could expect from him? Nothing. I have no idea. All I know is. All we know from Ben Simmons, Steve Nash is saying stuff like, uh, he hasn't really started doing much. And all we hear is Ben Simmons walks around like he's uh, Michael Jordan and he's got the swag on full tilt. That's all we've heard. So (laughs) I have no idea what to expect, what he's capable of. I know that this, I do know that he's really, really good and he's healthy and which that's a big F. If If those are the cases, then yeah, like he'll be a factor in this series, but I don't know, man. That's really hard to do. Like, the playoffs, you can't just, like, get it going in the playoffs. There's a lot that goes into it. So, I'm not optimistic, but you have to be aware that he could make a big difference. All right, last one for me because this, you know, I'm going back to that last game and against the Cavs, and, you know, I'm sitting there going, uh, you know, Durant comes out of the game, the Cavs go on a 12-2 run, and then they sub out Kyrie, and then the Cavs go on an 8-2 eight, eight and two run. Like, they can't take these guys out of the game. I feel like if they take them right. out – I think that would be – would that be one, I guess, uh, you know, coaching point that Eme uh, would talk to? Hey, listen, all you subs, that when you see this happen, attack. Uh, well, not only when you – when they're in the floor, like, uh, go with the body shot theory of a boxer. Okay. Just wear them out. Like, wear them out. You got Kyrie on you, punish him. Take him to the basket. Put your shoulder into his chest. Make him work. Because I mean, even if he is going to play 44 minutes, they make it like a living hell for him out there. And I say the same thing for Durant. Just make Durant work. Make him work. Make him work. Just keep making him work. That's That would be the theory that I would go with if I was those guys. Like, don't let him off the hook. If you see him, guard him. Force him into help. Make sure the help is there. And, you know, you can they are they able to do that? And that's where depth kind of comes into play here. And we'll see if the Celtics do that. But I think that's a, like the, that is a spot-on game plan of what I would do it with those two guys. All right, last one here for me, Scott. We were just talking about Jason Tatum and what this playoff run could mean for him, right? He's deserving of first-team All-NBA. We'll see if he gets it. But if he was able to get through Durant and then Giannis, you you know, like, doesn't that just sort of solidify it? Doesn't it take it to the next level for him? Yeah, 100% stamped. Like, MVP, candidate, top three, you know, like, who knows who ends up winning it? It's like, it's kind of... it's all subjective to people's opinion and stuff like that. But right off the jump, the odds makers come out. The odds makers label Jason Tatum as a top three guy who can win MVP this year and into that conversation as the best player in the world. Now, is he the best player in the world? Who knows? But he's in that conversation. And not everyone is in that conversation when, when, you, when you open up a, a new season. You know, Tatum has now entered into that conversation. He's probably not there yet. But, yeah, like Tatum has – Tatum has won in the past where a lot of young players have not won. You can use like a Luka Doncic or a John Morant. 
So, yeah, I, I definitely think that this is a nice springboard to being in that conversation for the best player in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, let's let's keep it local, an all-time great Celtic, yeah. you know, uh, championship level, all that stuff. And I was always honest with the people in Boston in the last two years when everyone was talking about who we going to get, who we going to trade for. The answer was always Tatum and Brown continuing to develop and now Tatum is entering into this. And Brown, man, he's been playing lights out lately. So these two guys entering in, it puts the Celtics back on the map to being a championship-level team. All right, so I think we all like the Celts. Do you think it's a long series? I got five. Mm. I don't think you can beat Durant on his home court. Right. So, like, I don't think you can close him out. Not, not beat him. You could beat him. I don't think you can close him out in six. So it'll be a five-game series where Celtics handle their business get a little payback from last year, or a seven-game series where the Garden is a magical place that gets it done. All right, Scott. Love we it. appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next week following, I guess, we'll only have one game in at that point, getting you ready for game two. So we'll talk to you then. Appreciate it, pal. Sounds good. See ya. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 